The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Mightier 1090 in Southern California, and everywhere else. Carver High here with you in for Scotty tonight. As you've all mentioned, we've got a fun week together here on both Coast to Coast, uh, Coast to Coast and the Bench. Uh, one more day. We've got tomorrow as well. I'll be with you in both spots. Dane will be with me, of course, in the afternoon. You got me solo tonight and tomorrow night on the bench. No Scotty, no Mafia, but of course I do have with me again Christian Burgoyne, who's just doing an outstanding job taking care of business here on the bench for us tonight. All right, so we have a lot going on here on a Thursday. A lot going on. We have an NFL game. The Jets and the Colts just started the second half. Colts up 28-10. to on the Jets, if they absolutely just pulverize them in the first half. I mean, let's be fair. Uh, over 280 yards of offense, over 130 yards on the ground. Now, the Jets, uh, this is typical Jets, as always. Uh, Mike White, for him of the 405-yard game on Sunday against the Bengals, throws a touchdown pass to get the Jets on the board, and he has not been back in the game since. <laughs> Looked like his wrist. They're calling it a forearm. Uh, he has left the game. It's just typical. Like, the Jets get a little spark, get a little underdog guy out of nowhere, starts doing big things, and what happens? Gets hurt. So Josh Johnson now leading the Jets, and it has not gone very well for him. Uh, and really, it hasn't gone well for their defense, because that's part of the problem as well, is Jonathan Taylor just continues to basically run through everybody on the Jet front. There was one cold touchdown. I can't believe they called it one. They had a, a Pittman touchdown, which... Certainly seemed like the ball was knocked out, but they gave it to him anyway. Must be nice. So that's where we're at. 28-10. to 10. You want to jump in this game live? Colts minus 25 and a half. And honestly, at this point, I'd probably take it. Because <laughs> they're probably going to score a few more points here in the second half. In-game total of 58 and a half. We've got uh, 38 on the board. That's three touchdowns. Colts could get that alone. So there's what's going on in the NFL. In college football, we do have one game tonight. As the raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette are at home of the Sun Belt taking on Georgia State. They have looked miserable. Really, their coach, uh, who's very aggressive, the great Billy Napier, uh, got inside the 10 twice in the first half, decided to go for it on fourth down both times, and then missed. That didn't, so they got a donut, a bagel in the first half for the raging Cajuns. They were down 3 nothing at halftime. 
We're now just starting the fourth quarter. 10-7 Georgia State. The Cajuns are knocking on the door. This officiating crew, by the way, should be fired. Uh, They called back a raging Cajun punt return for a touchdown to start the second half. They've made several, several embarrassing calls here in this game. They're making another one right now. Finally, they're throwing a flag against Georgia State, and it'll be first and goal for the Cajuns as they look to go ahead in this game for the first time tonight. Uh, It just so happens. And first, we'll welcome in our radio affiliates right here. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid Radio. We've got a lot happening. We've got Thursday Night Football, NFL Jets and Colts. The beatdown going on in Indy right now. We have the Raging Cajuns inside the five against Georgia State. We'll see if they can punch it in. A lot of NBA, a lot of NHL, which we'll get to along the way. We also have Rick Haro. Usually Tuesday's night on the bench. Tonight it's the Thursday. We have Rick in the mix for the weekly sports business report. And actually, we're going to do some horses in the second hour. Quick little spot with our guy, John DeSilva, Parks Racing Morning Line Odds Maker. Scotty always has him on before the big races. Let's Okay, so let's break it down simply. Scotty has him on four times a year. <laughs> the three triple crown races and the Breeders' Cup Classic, which we, of course, have coming up this weekend. So John DeSilva, we always got to get some picks from Johnny. We will do that in hour number two tonight. Second and goal for the Cajuns. Uh, not to, of course, we have to tell, and they are in. Let's go. Louisiana Lafayette into the end zone. They take the lead. So, of course, the line was 13 and a half pregame. It's not out of the water here with an entire quarter left to go. Cajuns can still cover this game, but down 3 nothing at the half, we also indulged in minus six, the second half line. So, that is now good to go. We'd like to see them build upon that as we continue uh, to go here on the bench tonight as we have some fun with Billy Napier and the Sun Belt Raging Cajuns. Good college football game. Better game than the NFL game right now, that's for sure, as uh, the Jets are getting their doors blown off. We gave you that under on Delaware State and Morgan State on Coast to Coast today. It's looking good, 20-7. to 7. Now it was 39-and-a-half, so it is getting a little dicey with 27 points on the board. We shall see if we can keep that one under to NBA going on right now. Uh, there's uh, five games tonight. Lakers and Thunder are about to get going. Of course, no LeBron. He's going to miss at least a week. He's got the abdominal strain. And it's a lot easier for the Lakers early in the season to kind of put LeBron on the sideline. There's a 1,000 games left. He's getting up there. Let Westbrook cook tonight. Uh, they're laying ten and a half against the Thunder. All right, Pharrell on the bench. Carver high in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. We are just getting going. We've got Haro. We've got the Silva. We've got live games all over the place. We will keep rolling on Sports Grid Radio right after this. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back. Thrill on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. As we get rolling here tonight, uh, it looks like the Colts are going in. They just went to a commercial. My head's on a swivel here. We've got uh, multiple TVs, multiple computer screens. We're trying to watch everything that's going on. Big third and one for Georgia State. It would be nice to see the, the uh, Raging Cajun defense step up here, and they do not. They allow the first down. Georgia State already at midfield. We'd like to shut them down. We don't want any more points from Georgia State in this game. Uh, we will see what happens when the NFL comes back on. I'll let you guys know where that is at. Uh, NBA tonight. We were mentioning LeBron out for the Lakers. Uh, still 10 and a half. They still got Westbrook, still got AD, and they have, uh, in the back of their minds, losing outright to the Thunder in OKC a week ago. LeBron didn't play in that game either. Um, so you'd think that these guys, Westbrook, will be able to carry the mail. Uh, I rarely... Like NBA games pregame, that's just me. I find the NBA is a, a little bit better to bet in-game. But I'd make an exception for the Lakers tonight. I really would. Even with no LeBron, I think that they got a little payback going to the Thunder tonight. So we're going to uh, be very interested in that game uh, as they start up in about 15, 20 minutes from now out at Staples Center in Los Angeles. Elsewhere tonight, uh, Suns and Rockets just underway. 6-4 Suns early on in that one. Live minus 11.5. The Sixers beat the Pistons tonight, 109-98. to And B did play. You always have to look at the Sixers, who actually played tonight. And B did, 30 minutes, had 19 points. Seth Curry's done a, done a tremendous job. He actually does play every night. He had 23, 4 of 8 from 3-point land. Maxie had a good night. Sugar Shake Milton with uh, 16 points as well. Another third down for Georgia State. Is as you can tell, we are very... Oh, you got to get him there. They let the quarterback get away. Now he picks up the first down. The guy had him in the backfield. I mean, what are we doing here, Billy Napier? Can we teach our guys how to tackle? Is it possible that we can teach our guys how to tackle, Billy? They're in the, you're so worried about going for it on fourth down all night long. How about teaching number seven how to bring a guy down? Jeez, what are we doing here? So first down for Georgia State. They're now in raging Cajun territory. Yes, we are locked in on this Sunbelt game. The Jets have the football. The Colts must have went for it on fourth and goal inside the five and did not get it. They were looking to pour on. Jets defense comes up with a stop. Now they are in. They're at their own one. Second and ten, Josh Johnson. That's a false start. Now they'll be at the half-yard line. False start right there for the Jets as they are in a very dangerous portion of the football field right now. Uh, what are we doing? Okay, good stop on second. So another third down for the Raging Cajun defense. I know, my head's on a swivel, guys. I'm all over the place. We are all over the place with these two football games. A lot of tickets in play. 
the Celtics won in Miami tonight. Break out the seas. 95-78. They take them down. Uh, good game for Jalen Brown. He had 17. Jimmy Butler had 20 for the Heat. How about that second quarter? 33-9. They outscore him. Difference in the football game. Now, is that a fumble or a pick in the Colt game? What do we have here? That is an incomplete pass. That's got to be an incomplete pass. Let's take a look. Oh, yeah. Ball hit the ground. It'll be third and ten from the half-yard line for Gang Green, who has no luck in the world whatsoever. Uh, Celtics 33-9 second quarter propels them over the Heat. 78 points. Jeez. So the Heat get their second loss of the season. They're now 6-2. and two. Nice job by the Celtics. Back-to-back nights. Orlando and Miami getting the job done, taking care of business. Uh, after the uh, Marcus Smart situation earlier in the week where he blasted Brown and Tatum for being ball hogs. The Jazz beat the Hawks in Atlanta tonight, 116-98 to for Utah. Uh, and they covered the line. They were the road favorite there tonight. Clarkson had 30. Jordan Clarkson, uh, Trey Young with 21. What did our man Spida Mitchell do? Uh, no Spida tonight uh, for the Jazz. Uh, 23 for Bogdanovich. Nice game. Uh, and Conley had 13. Ingles had 19 for the Jazz. What happened here? How'd they get in the red zone? Picked up another first down. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. No defense from this Raging Cajun team here in the second half. No defense. So first and 10 and about the 14 for Georgia State. Meanwhile, the Colts have the ball back. 28-10. to 10. Flag on the play here. Let's see what we've got in the Jet-Colt game. This is on a punt. They push the guy out of bounds. That's probably what they... He ran half the field and out of bounds. You're not allowed to do that. That would be a penalty on the Jets, I would have to think. 34 basically ran the... And even though he got pushed out, you got to make an attempt to come back in. Your boy just kept running and running and running. So Indy's going to get the rock in Jet territory. They went for it on fourth and goal, tried to pour it up to 35-10, didn't get it. So 28-10, cold football, minus 24.5, your live line there, if you would like to indulge in that game. How about hockey tonight? Hockey. Let's see what we have in the NHL. I know the Islanders, who's only played two games in the last two weeks, had a 6-2 win in Montreal as they beat up on the Canadians. How about my boy, Brock Nelson, with the four-bagger tonight? The grand slam for Brock Nelson went above the hat trick. The grand slam for Brock. Four goals in Montreal tonight against the Canadians. What a performance. Nice job by him. And the Bruins beat the Red Wings 5-1. Leafs 2-1 in overtime over the Lightning. Good game up in Toronto. Overtime winner for William Nylander. He gets it done. The Knights, who had been slumping, they're out on that East Coast trip. 5-1, to one, they beat the Senators tonight. Panthers, in a wild game in overtime, beat the Capitals 5-4. to four. Penguins beat the Flyers 3-2 in overtime as well. Chris Letang gets his first of the year, the overtime winner. Georgia State going for it on fourth down, and they got it. Oh, we got a flag, though. We got a flag. Back him up. So fourth and one from the the five or the six. Georgia State goes for it. 
They did pick it up, but a bunch of flags flew in. The Georgia State coach seems to feel that it's on the Raging Cajuns. He's probably right, considering how the refs have been basically on the take for them all night. Yeah, it's a face mask. Not going to mean much. It's going to move him from the four to the two. But it'll be first and goal. Jeez. And And the clock is just absolutely bleeding in this game now. Under six minutes left to go. Easy face mask. Easy face mask. Uh, what can you do? That's what you get. You think the Raging Cajuns, 7-1. and one, They've been rolling, going to play well. Got the team in their building in a primetime game on ESPN. No show. No show from Billy Napier and the Cajuns. Uh, hockey, we also have live going on right now. Touchdown, Georgia State. Stars up one nothing on the Flames. Second period there. Sabres and the Kraken in Seattle. They are about halfway through the first period. We talked about this on Coast to Coast today. The Seattle Kraken should not be minus 195 against anybody. Anybody. Even a team as bad as the Buffalo Sabres, who actually haven't been that bad to start the year. They're 5-3-1. and one. And they're finishing up a, a little West Coast swing themselves. They got rid of Jack Eichel this morning as they sent him off to Vegas in that trade. But a scoreless game. I like the Sabres tonight. I just don't think that the Kraken score enough goals. Uh, and Buffalo's been pretty good here in the early going. Uh, so the Colts are about to start their drive. Eight minutes left in the third quarter. Carson Wentz hits the field in jet territory. Taylor, 84 yards on the ground. So he goes over. We talked about that. 83 and a half was his number. He's a half over it. There you go. Jonathan Taylor. And Wentz is pretty close to his prop. He's at 216. It was 244 and a half. And he brought it up on coast to coast. All right, throw on the bench. Barbara High and for Scotty right here on Sports Get Ready. We will come back. Our sports business and legal insider, Rick Haro, as the Colts keep running down the field inside the tent again. We're on the bench, on the grid. We keep rolling after this. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. We are back. Pharrell on the bench on a Thursday night. Carver High in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. Every week, 
on the bench and on Coast to Coast, we always talk to our sports business and legal insider, Rick Haro. Usually it's a double on Tuesday. We moved him to Thursday night this week for one reason and one reason only. On Coast to Coast Tuesday afternoon, we did a story about how Thursday night football ratings have been so great. The matchups have been great. Everything has been outstanding. And then tonight I wanted to have him on because I knew that the Colts were going to blow out the Jets. That's why, Rick. I knew that this was going to happen tonight. Well, you're very clairvoyant. I'm going to take you to my next real estate meeting or stockbroker meeting or maybe the horses. Although you did just help me, by the way, before we got on the air, uh, we talked about what games are on. And I forgot that Georgia State in a barn burner against Louisiana. uh, That's better. Four minutes left in the fourth quarter. There's no reason to watch the Jets. No reason. Although that kid White was a really good story until he got hurt. That's just typical Jets, Rick, right? Like, I mean, they've got a kid. Yeah, he comes is. in on Sunday, throws for 400-plus yards, get him on a primetime game, throws a touchdown early in the game, and then he goes away with uh, the forearm or wrist, whatever his problem is, and he's finished for the night. Amazing. Typical Jets. Yeah, well, and, and Salah goes from being this amazing defensive hero in San Francisco to just another Jets coach. You know, the Jets can gobble up coaches and make them look just – normal adam gaze was a superstar then he you know tripped with the dolphins and then just fell on his face with the jets but that's to be expected i guess yeah sometimes talent make coaches rick i mean he, he wasn't bringing all those uh, all that talent in san francisco with him east coast to the jets who just don't have the yeah. same same guys on the line uh i did want to talk to you about the dolphins because we had a chuckle about it on coast to coast uh, the bills uh beat the dolphins again on Sunday, Josh Allen absolutely owns them, as we know. But they have bigger problems down there, Rick, to be quite honest. They had all the Watson drama for months, it seems like. Uh, Greer yesterday got all mad because of that story where, uh, you know, they were telling Watson, you know, he tried to negotiate a settlement for the 22 cases. They didn't like that very much. It seems to me, Rick, that the way the Dolphin season's going, Greer and Flores aren't going to be around to make that to show Watson trading the offseason anyway. Wait a second, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. No, you know what? It's been, it's, been, it's been a long couple of weeks. It's been a long storm. And, and let's just put it this way, because everybody that kind of knows my world, uh, I've been a, one of the original 10 Dolphin season ticket holders. I have four of the first 10 Dolphin season tickets since 1966. So if there's anybody who leads with his heart, it's me. On the other hand, uh, you know, you're, you're bamboozled into believing that things that you root for or pray for or live for are uh, the way they are without other people from the outside kind of looking into it or looking, looking at it. And that's with the dolphins. You know, when I came back to South Florida in the early seventies after going away to law school, because I thought they'd never lose a game. Well, in the last 40 years, they've been one of the worst teams in the league. And and I guess when I talk to my friends around the country, I've got to realize that, that, uh, you know, you guys, uh, the, the Bills even even have handled us on a regular basis um, since the 70s. The 70s, we had you. But, like, yeah. in the modern era, you got us back. You had everybody in the 70s, though. I mean, the Dolphins you know, they took care of everybody. You had, you yeah, had everybody we did. in the 70s. We, we, beat, we, we did it to the Jets. <laughs> especially in the, in the AFC East. Especially in the, the AFC Patriots, East, you had everybody. The Patriots sucked in the 70s. Well, in the AFC East, I remember we, we had a 14-game schedule. And the, the, the when... Seriously, when, when the Dolphins were undefeated and obviously 14-0, and 0, I, I think the 
uh, Jets that year. I don't. I think the the, the next best team was five and eleven. So I think yeah. the Dolphins clinched the AFC East like at the end of October. <laughs> it was like no. bizarre. Yeah, but it, but it, now true. you know it's payback. It is it is total payback. It, it, and it is you, pay- you, you, <laughs> you you could have twenty eight teams in the playoffs this year, and it ain't going to make any difference. No, but but it is hard because we know the deal, and and you know the owner well. You and Scott have talked about it in the past with Stephen Ross. And look, he's he's not a young man, and he wants to win a championship. You know, it's just the and 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 all owners do. I get that, but he wants it even more. I mean, he's pushing this. It seems like he's pushing this Watson thing so hard. And if he can get the legal stuff figured out in the off season, he's going to be a Dolphin next year. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, and and I I will tell you. Knowing Stephen Ross, the businessman, and remember, he tried to buy the uh, the New York Jets before Woody Johnson paid. I think it was three hundred thirty million. I don't remember the exact number, but um, it was destiny to have Woody and the Johnson family buy them. Steve, you know, most of his business is in New York, but it's national, so he could have basically bought anywhere. But it's Miami Beach High School, uh, Miami Inn. And he belonged as the owner of the Dolphins, so that worked. But the problem is, you know, you're 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 one in fifteen. Uh, you tank for Tua, you get the guy, you spend three years rebuilding, you accumulate draft picks, you get everybody in the entire uh, South Florida ticket base juiced for here it is. Here are players. Let's draft a few of these linemen. Well, they don't work out. The cornerback from Auburn doesn't work out yet. Uh, you know, you, th- these are four or five year projects, but uh, first round draft picks shouldn't take three, four or five years to, to uh, be there. They, they should be there right away. And so it is, it's a distressing time to be a fan because you don't go through a rebuild right after you're supposed to come out of the previous one. No, you, you definitely should not. Uh, and that's, it just keeps going around and around in circles for them down in South Florida. Uh, let's go to a couple of the topics from the 15 here, and then next segment we'll do the tech top Deal. five. I told you that I wanted to do this one. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was reportedly paid $63.9 million in each of the last two fiscal years, a total of 12798 90% of which was in bonuses. Wow! How about that, Rick? Big bucks for your boy. Well, big bucks, but corporate bucks. And that pay scale, and you got to think about it. It's not that he's raping anybody. It's that Jerry Jones said, look, we have some issues with you, and we want your contract over the next one based on performance. And Roger said, all right, well, you know, based on performance. And here's the way I want my base, but here's my big bonus. And it needs to include uh, a percentage of the TV deal negotiated, a percentage of the NFT and all of the newfangled revenue that's been created. And all the other values you put together. Well, when your when your league is sixteen billion dollar league, you could make the argument that somebody else could have done it, but Roger's there to do it, and so he gets the benefits of it. When you think about it this way, if you're a corporate CEO, you get stock. This is not a publicly traded company, and you don't get stock. What you get is a bonus. And I'm not saying it's the right number. I'm just saying it can be justified. Where are they at right now? Because I did see this on the bottom of this Goodell note. Where are we at right now with the Sunday ticket? Because DirecTV has owned it, as we know, for a very, very long time. And we have a lot 
of new suitors in the marketplace with streaming, etc. Are we finally going to see this thing maybe pass some hands? Yeah, and if it's not this cycle, it's next cycle. But I do think it's this one because, you know, DirecTV had a great run. And uh, no doubt their increase in value was significantly because of the Sunday ticket. And so Sunday ticket has been something that's very significant, and the NFL is not lost on them. And they have created suitors who weren't even around a few years ago, and all of the Googles and Amazons and, and uh, uh, Facebooks and Snapchats. You don't think about them. But at the end of the day, those are the kinds of groups that could bid on a package like this and, lo- and, and look for them to do it. It's amazing when you read that body armor, Rick, uh, was worth $8 billion. I mean, that that is just mind-blowing because I remember when they started and now Coca-Cola close to acquiring a stake in them for, you know, $8 billion is just such a huge number for a sports drink. Well, yeah, but it's not any sports drink. It, it's Kobe Bryant's sports drink. And right. it's also the time that Coke needed a, uh industry leader to get the market share back to where they want to be, which is dominant. So Pepsi and Coke, with all of their different products, Gatorade, Powerade, everybody, it's been a good job in making a lot of people money because those two giant corporations want to beat each other, and the market share means that they'll have much more than everybody else, and they're willing to pay big money to get that. That's what the premium is all about. So, you know, kudos to uh, Body Armor, but also kudos to Kobe Bryant and his estate. He had the vision to create this amazing investment for his family and his family has now got a windfall and hopefully they use a lot of it philanthropically. No doubt they will. The NIL deals get bigger and bigger. I got 30 seconds left in this one, Rick. Mikey Williams already uh, capitalizing 17 years old basketball and Instagram. He's going to make a lot of money. That little punk. I mean, come on, man. That, that That's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? The kid's not even, I mean, his voice hasn't even, you know, lowered yet. And the guy, the guy is making all that money. No, I, I can't say that. But I will tell you that if I'm uh, his offensive line and he doesn't, you know, give me something, I may miss a block or two. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no, it's out. We'll come back more with Rick. We'll do some tech top five and some other stuff. We're on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty right here. Sports Grid Radio. We keep rolling on the grid after this. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. 
Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty tonight and all week long. He's on vacation. He will be back on Monday on both the TV side, coast to coast, and here on the radio side, Pharrell on the bench. Uh, as we are talking, as always, each week to our sports business and legal insider, Rick Haro. I will let everybody know uh, the Colts uh, continued to add on. I saw Jonathan Taylor like run for about a 75, 80-yard touchdown as he was run, run, running away. It is now 42-16. to 16. The Jets actually have scored a touchdown since then, too. So over 45-and-a-half, a winner tonight. Still in the third quarter here. I mean, geez, they got a lot of football left. Uh, we'll see if the Colts take Wentz out of this game at some point. In the college game, the Ragin' Cajuns are up 21-17. They just stopped Georgia State on a fourth down. Looks like all they got to do is not nah, Georgia State's got some timeouts, so it's not going to be as easy as just kneeling here. We'll see uh, if Louisiana can get us this second-half cover of minus six. All right, Rick, let's do the Tech Top 5. Nationals partner with FIS for new Champions Club and payment solutions to enhance the fan experience. Yeah, see, here's the thing. All of these teams are now doing these deals with three or four companies who have put their shingle out as kind of fan experience enhancers where they make people feel better about going to games. They make the ticket experience a little easier, concessions and all. Should have been doing that a long time ago. But after the pandemic, you're reading about how it's really important to get people excited about going because they don't want to take the risk unless they're really going to see a good game. So more to come beyond just the Nationals. You're going to see a lot of teams in baseball do the same thing. And listen, they're doing a nice job now in all these ballparks, uh, the upgrades, et cetera. I will ask you this. I'm going to ask you a stadium and arena question, Rick, that is off the script, so you're going to have to deal with it, my man. The Islanders open at Belmont Park, UBS Arena, in two weeks from Saturday, November the 20th. They open their shiny, brand-new building. Please tell me what you have heard about uh, what they've done there. I've seen some pics inside. It looks outstanding. The newest building in uh, American professional sports opening up in two weeks. It's beautiful is what I've heard. And it's done and promoted and designed and inputted by effectively the same people who built the Climate Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle for the Kraken, Oakview Group, uh, the Lawickies and Peter Luco, who used to run the Flyers. And the building is great from the outside. It also looks like an incredible opportunity for fans to cheer for their Islanders without losing the feel of growing up and rooting for the team in that dump, in that S-hole, <laughs> in that building that <laughs> nobody cared about. But, you know, the bottom line is this is going to be the same kind of intensity in a brand-new building right near Belmont Park. And I don't think too many people understand how significant that's going to be because for Gary Bettman and the NHL, realize that, Basically, all of the teams and all of the deals have been done. You know, he can kind of rest. I mean, there are markets that need help, 
not because of the facilities. I guess you could say Phoenix needs a little bit of help with their arena situation because yeah. the arena in Glendale is in the wrong side of town, but the arena is great in and of itself. It's the wrong kind of lease. The uh, Panthers have a issue previously, but look how good they are. Look how well they're playing. If the coach Q replacement can be okay. And then everybody else looks fine. So, you know, the NHL looks great. Labor peace is fine. The new deal with ESPN is wonderful. And so the last thing that was needed kind of get the building done in Seattle and get the new UBS center open in Long Island. That's about to happen. No, and you know Gary being the Long Island guy that he is, uh, one of the things that he really wanted in the last 25 years was to get the Islanders that new building. And uh, he finally did do that. He does have some other problems that have cropped up over the past 10 days, as we know, with the Blackhawk situation. But in yeah, terms of well, buildings... It's probably, it's yeah. Black, yeah, it's a Blackhawk situation, but it also you know, rippled into the South Florida situation. It's ironic. Yeah. People down here really haven't been excited about hockey for a long time even since the rats of a long time ago, the devils beat them a few years ago in the playoffs, but, but that's few and far between. Now they come, come out seven and oh, uh, eight, eight, seven, oh, one, out of the box. And then coach Q has to go. So we'll see what kind of long-term effects that has. Certainly. Uh, Willie Mays still making waves at 90 years old. His NFT sold for 50 K this past Tuesday, Rick. Problem with Willie today is, he was trying to replicate that over-the-shoulder catch in center field, and he took off from second base yesterday afternoon, and I think he's still reaching the center field wall as we speak. It takes him a while at 90 years old to get there. No, he didn't have to do that. The NFT was a tribute to the Say Hey kid and also how important Willie Mays was to the Giants, to New York, to San Francisco, but also baseball. And Bob Costas did a uh, narration uh, about it for the NFT. And most important, this is mo- raising money for Willie Mays' charity. The, 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 the story is he had no idea what, what the NFT was. He had no idea what an <laughs> NFT was. And then they said, hey, we're going to use it for your charity. You're going to get a lot of money for your kids uh, all over the country. And he said, ah, I love money. I don't know about NFTs, but I love money. So here he is. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm with Willie, uh, Rick, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I turned 40 last year, and I, I'm lost in the entire NFT situation. Like, I just, I got, well, I got so no there, clue so what's going on, Rick. So is everybody no. else. And, and the, way, the way you get lost in it, everybody agrees <laughs> it's a great investment. Well, wonderful. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a great investment. So, you know, everybody <laughs> says the same thing. Six clubs in Germany's top flight Bundesliga have partnered with Australian-based foreign exchange platform, I see markets for this season. Yeah, well, at esports, and you know, the bottom line of this is it's not just a deal that is for uh, the fan experience stuff. We've talked about that before, but esports is front and center. Everybody seems to be uh, into not only having individual teams sponsored by NBA teams, for example, and otherwise. But now the eSport uh, opportunity is being integrated into normal mainstream marketing for teams that want to show fans another alternative, too. So don't sell that short. That's going to be big-time money as everybody else. Fanatics is partnering with the IOC to create the first-ever permanent e-commerce platform for the Olympic Games. See, I love that because what's happening is it was an idea that – that uh, 
the Fanatics people had, went to the IOC, said we're going to pay some big money for the rights. And the IOC would give the merchandise rights to the local Olympic organizing committees for them to do a good job. They, they did. I mean, you know, Atlanta, I mean, uh, Tokyo did a good job and, and uh, you know, so have others. But now uh, Cortina in a few years, Beijing, Paris, L.A., there will be ongoing Olympic merchandising as far as Olympics are concerned with the cities included, but not only the cities. And I think you can make a lot more money because, you know, between the Olympics every couple of years, there are always these down years, but not as much with this kind of process. Winter Olympics are going to feel weird, Rick. Like it's going to be like when I was a kid, you know, I was so used to before they made that switch of every two years, you know, every you'd have the summer and the winter in the same year. We just had the summer because of the pandemic. And now we roll right into the Winter Olympics in February. I love it. Yeah. I'll tell you what's even weirder is the headquarters for the Winter Olympics is Beijing. Now, I know there are a lot of other places around where they're going to have uh, uh, um, like the skiing is going to be in the hills of China but not even close to snow yet. And, and it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's not a tropical climate, but you don't, you know, when you think of winter resorts, you don't think of Beijing. No, I, I thought that that was a very weird choice. Uh, you know, going back over there to Asia again for the Winter Olympics, just very strange. The National Lacrosse League and ESPN have reached a long-term broadcasting agreement. ESPN's got everybody now, Rick. They're getting involved with everyone. Well, the reason they can do that is because it's ESPN Plus. It's unlimited yeah. real estate. So, you know, we could stream everything under the sun if you want to. And, but the uh, rights deal that Nick Sakevich and the, and the, and the uh, National Cross League people did was to structure it where you had at least, I think it's 10 or 11 games on the, the linear channel, on the, on, the, on the mothership, as they call it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the quid pro quo for getting the games streamed. And the the uh, the uh, National Lacrosse League went from looking like it was moving in the right direction to nothing because of COVID to nothing again, and now they're coming back pretty strong. But what what's the difference, Rick? Like I, I've seen the National Lacrosse like on NBCSN. Like let's just take that. I don't know if it's the same exact league here we're talking about, but the exposure of being yes over the air, but on NBCSN versus streaming on ESPN Plus. Is, is just because ESPN is in front of it, even though it's not over the air, that's going to give you more exposure? Yeah, and I think you also have the small number of games, but they can promote them as being on, quote, national television. And so what it also does is gives you the opportunity to bring in sponsors who will sponsor and try to monetize all of those games uh, uh, that are streamed. And so it, it's a close call with a smaller league, but they probably did make the right decision. Uh, good Sports 5, Atlanta Braves and MLB honored Hall of Famer and philanthropist Hank Aaron in front of the national TV audience ahead of last week's Game 3. I'll piggy that back, uh, piggyback that, Rick, with the ratings for the World Series. How did that turn out compared to years past? Yeah, well, not, not as great and not that great as you might think. The Atlanta Braves are a compelling story, I personally think, and a great story. But and, and, you know, with the Hank Aaron, uh, uh, oh, he was so important to the – Baseball and the Bears and, and the Braves organization, it was huge. But at the end of the day, this is one of those deals where you can't make people watch something that they don't think is going to be any good. I found the series kind of compelling uh, early, and then uh, the uh, Astros kind of shut it off late, which is kind of too bad. But the bottom, the baseball 
owners now have to focus on off the field stuff because let's remember the existing agreement expires at the end of this month. They got to get one done. That's right. They they got to figure that out. Amazing baseball and the CBA again, Rick. Like they, like we saw the NFL get long term. Even the NHL kind of figured it out during the pandemic. It's been a while since we've had a major labor stoppage or, or problem in any of these four major sports. But baseball could be around the corner, huh? Around the corner, especially given the fact that they've touted labor peace for so long. Right. And you would think that people in baseball understand how tenuous the position is. The ratings a little bit, the values are going up, and maybe they think as long as the values are going up, we're safe. But you're safe as long as people believe you got a stable product. I don't think any sport can afford a long-term strike or lockout, especially baseball. Uh, one minute, Rick. We'll finish with this. Defending NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks on Friday opened one of the first chicken tender restaurants owned and operated by an NBA team. The Bucks getting involved in the chicken business. I love it, Rick. And the local chicken business. So these are Wisconsin chicken. They give them a citizenship test. And if they're not from Wisconsin, they throw them back. They throw them oh, back to boy. Illinois. They throw them back to Michigan. And they throw them back to Minnesota. So, listen, you got a whole good thing where you've got the owners of the Bucks, you got <laughs> the Greek freak, and now you got the Wisconsin chicken. It's wonderful. Rick, uh, great job. You'll be back with Scotty on Tuesday on TV and radio. Thanks for uh, hopping on, buddy. Hey, man, you are better than Scotty. Listen to that. Everybody ought to know that. No, right no. in. No, no. Oh, there you go. No, no. Let's not do <laughs> Amp that one down, baby. All I'll right, Rick. Right. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Pharrell on the bench. Carver Ryan for Scotty. We'll keep rolling after this. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. We are back. Thrill on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty. Good job by Rick Harrell right there. You hear him every Tuesday with Scotty, both on Coast to Coast and Thrill on the Bench. All right. Thursday Night Football is now 42 to 23. Well over that 45 and a half pregame total. Uh, the Jets have now scored a couple of touchdowns. It was 42 to 10 after the 78 yard Jonathan Taylor run. 
The Jets got an Elijah Moore touchdown to make it 42-16. Win for two, didn't get it. Ryan Griffin just scored a touchdown from Josh Johnson. Kicked the extra point, 42-23. Now look, we can allow one more here. Garbage time, and then it's really not garbage time anymore. There's still 11 minutes left in this game. And the Jets are down 19. Of course, the line was 10.5. We want to make sure we don't go near that. Um... I just saw the live total at 72 and a half. So that's just over a touchdown. Things have been kind of zany here. Could be a good spot for a live over. Could be a good spot if we want to jump in on the uh, on the total of this game for the last 11 minutes. Since we're feeling good after the Rage and Cajuns took care of business in the second half, they did end up winning that game against Georgia State. They covered the minus six in the second half, and the second half total of 25 and a half went over so p-o-i-n-t-s points 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 we take care of business there um i'm waiting to see who the if the colts are still got yeah i mean they still got everybody out there they still got wentz still got jonathan taylor they might score another one themselves and the jets could get another garbage we might jump in on this over all right Frell on the bench carver high in for scotty right here on sports grid radio we'll come back hour number two we got john de a little breeders cup classic that's right. Ponies, baby. We back on the grid right after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 